0: OTB GAA. You don't just have a speech the Wednesday before a game. You go out and you rail up your team, and go out and play the match with fire and brimstone. Now you analyse teams to death. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Dad pod well,
1: This is right. a video sure thing as well. not have a name. Podcast. Midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm, mid-life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, daddy. Midlife
2: crisis. <laughs> Dadcast.
1: That's not Irish, yeah.
2: Podcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's
0: number one skincare brand.
3: All right, you're very welcome along to episode three of season three. Good things coming three. It's a magic number, and I have three colleagues here today. Uh, one of them has the label off the ball. That's you, Adrian Barry. How
1: are you? Um, good. Season three. Fair play to you. I don't know where you're pulling that one from, but that's uh, is that where we're at?
3: Yeah, it's literally it says season three, episode three on the podcast. That I'm oh, sure you're subscribed welcome. to and downloading Absolutely. and listening. Yeah. Dave McIntyre, how are you? Howdy. And last but not least, Nathan Murphy, how are you? I'm okay. Are you not sick, Pet? Were you not just complaining loudly? Oh, sorry, sick? sorry, but I like yeah.
0: to moan to ye and then you know when I when I appear on air, at showbiz, baby. <laughs> it's like you know the adrenaline rush kicks in, and I'm just fine for the next hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm... I uh, I went heavy on the neurofen this morning. And you know when you go heavy on the neurofen and you have that nice sweet spot of two hours where you're like, actually, I'm not sick at all. I'm fine. <laughs> I know. Totally fine. And then 15 minutes it's ago, drug. I'm like, oh, my throat is killing me and I just want to go to bed and I'm tired. Uh, but I've uh, doubled down on the neurofen and away we go.
3: Okay. Rather than giving you an opportunity to complain about the, the like mild variant of man that you have, I thought there was actually a specific, relevant bit to the dad well, cast. Well, well. How did well, you get sick? That, now, that is
0: that think? is um, relevant. Well, we've had the full. We've had uh, about a week ago. We had all three of them off, sort of doing the whole two days each. Now they're all at that good age where they r- remarkably get over. And then one of them gave it to my wife. So she now has, uh, a particularly bad case, far worse than what I have of she's got a proper full on chest infection, steroids, a whole lot. Uh, but I was, I was in bed the other night and, uh, she was coughing and spluttering away. So I did the obvious thing and made sure I was fully turned, o- turned over the other side. So I could ignore this and, uh, unbeknownst to myself made. Sleep, I must have switched back the other way. She had switched back, so we were face to face. And at about 3 a.m., I uh, woke up with a shock. I was obviously asleep, as you can imagine, <laughs> with the uh, if, uh, to a full cough. I mean, a full coughing fit straight into my face. I
3: thought Which it was, was one of the like,
0: kids who did it. sorry,
1: no, <laughs> I didn't were... <laughs>
0: No,
3: <laughs> it
1: was my wife.
2: <laughs> I really wasn't sure where that story was going. <laughs> It was her wife who's gonna so, thank you when she hears this episode. <laughs> well I haven't
0: I haven't I haven't told her. I haven't told her. Um as of yet, so she will be in for uh, quite a shock. I didn't want to I didn't want to wake her and give out about it at the time because that wouldn't be a very loving thing to do, would it? You know, if she's ill, it's hardly her fault. Though I wasn't particularly happy about it.
1: <laughs> and your well, you tone suggested it's very much her fault. Would you not sleep in a spare room?
0: Well, so we're just having a, it's like one calamity after another in this house at the moment. Our car has, is completely banjaxed, um, available for a free fix, um, that's going to cost us quite a bit to get fixed. And. So we were carless for the weekend. So fair play to my mother-in-law. She came over to, uh, lend us her car so we could get all the kids to all their sport that was eventually cancelled, uh, which is another bloody story. Uh, so there was no spare room either. So I was stuck there. Also, it's, it's, it is an awkward one because if you're sick, it's acceptable. I think for you to say, I'll just go into the spare room, but is it acceptable? Like, unless mm-hmm. uh, well, I suppose it is. It's, it's not the greatest. What? Uh, is it acceptable for you to say I'm going to the spare room because I can't sleep yeah, in
1: yeah. Yeah. you're looking out for you're looking out for, her, you're looking out for her well-being you're saying listen love you get a good night's rest you need it I'll get out of your hair
0: okay I should have done that obviously but I couldn't so here I am right
3: I, 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 don't, I don't know why you had to think about that the,
1: is it acceptable thing That's,
3: uh, I don't know I just never acceptable.
1: do it right um the sport being cancelled thing, could we touch on that for a second? I, I, I'm going to uh, give away my innermost thoughts on this by the question that I ask. What's everybody feeling about the? Oh, it's a little bit cold and it's a little bit wet. Let's not go training stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh... fully down. I'm fully down with the kids, and <laughs> well, it's a little bit cold. Let's not go training.
0: It depends on uh, the general mood. So we called off GA last Monday because at five o'clock it was absolutely torrential rain and it was zero degrees, and there was a Nobody's going to enjoy this at all. So let's pull it. But then, so there's a couple of issues. One is that obviously there's a shortage of pitches. So you end up losing a lot of the council's pitches. And they, the second it starts raining, pull it. Because they don't want the pitches getting destroyed. Which means the GEA on a Saturday time and time again gets called off. Uh, The DDSL pulled all the games, I think, on Thursday morning. And there it was, Sunday morning. The most beautiful Sunday morning. uh, Not even any snow in the mountains anymore. And all the games are off. It's like, come on. They were They've obviously to trying to get ahead of it and thinking we don't want to be there on Saturday night or Sunday morning last thing. But bloody hell. Come Maybe on. If
3: move could move soccer to a summer season, that might be a solution to all of the problems, eh?
0: Well, exactly.
2: I think if for only. a lot of the parents, they're delighted when they get the message, no training tonight. Coaches would probably prefer to be out there, but particularly with... Something like Herland, for example, where we find that you just cannot spend enough time in the pitch with them because there's so much improvement that needs to be made at that really young age. And also, you do want to take into account what age the kids are. If it's Ogre or at the academy for the local soccer club, for example, and you know it's going to lash rain for 90 minutes, you're better off not having the four and five and six-year-olds on the field because they may not come back. They may be scarred and they may, the following week, even if the sun is out, not want to ever return to Ogre or the academy. But I think once they're seven or eight, they have to harden up and you have to get them used to training and playing in all sorts of conditions.
3: Do they have to harden up at seven or eight? Do they? like
1: that. They have to learn how to lose. Yeah. Are you oh, like a... What do they
0: have
3: to actions? learn
1: how
2: to lose? Romanian? Well, the, whether they have to learn how to lose or not, oh, they geez. do learn how to lose very early because there's a lot of losing that is done at that age. No, no well,
0: Not league not, 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 not club.
2: Oh. We're not talking like Eastern Europe communist bloc type trading, chair <laughs> I feel a little bit like it. <laughs> but no, but you, offer, <laughs> you can't have a child deciding or not wanting to play because it's got to be a little bit cold or a little bit wet. Because they're supposed to be playing matches every Saturday and some days it will be cold and it will yeah, be wet. Get on I with
3: know. it. I know, but like it's better when it's sunny and Springtime and summer, and they're more likely to come back. I think the key key issue is like, is this going to be so miserable that they'll be like, I ain't doing this anymore. It's too yeah. miserable. I'm
2: getting the impression this
3: is you talking and not the children. <laughs> well, the, the question was like, how do we feel? Yes, I I, I do I do feel especially when it's kind of touch and go, when it's already a bit of a battle to get them out. That was um, certainly. There's also sometimes when you're pretty relieved that there's actually nothing to do. There was an under a point during COVID where we swore we'd never go back to having stuff on every night. Now we've literally got stuff on every night where I was like, this is kind of amazing. It's spend time with each other. You know, sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. But like <laughs> some kind of balance, I thought. And last weekend was a nice little uh, oasis of tranquility in a sea of chaos.
2: But that was such an unrealistic balance because there was no FOMO. You knew there was not something going on elsewhere that your kids were losing out on. You knew there was no choice, no alternative. And you also knew that, you know, fingers crossed, touch wood, there was a finite amount of time involved here. So you kind of embraced it and we reveled in it. And we did enjoy the fact that we weren't constantly in a hurry and that we had nowhere else to be every evening of the week. But that's all changed now. You could still make the choice if you wanted for you and for your kids to do nothing and just stay in every evening.
0: It's training, isn't it? I don't mind going to matches in the piss and rain, sideways snow. It doesn't matter. It's training is always a stress because there's this constant rush of getting home. Two of them have different things on in the same evening. They've got three hours of homework to do. And there's just a row constantly trying to get them out the door. Well, there certainly is here, as I lose my shit constantly of why haven't you got your shin guards on? What do you mean you don't have your gloves? Why don't you have a hat on?
1: It's
0: like, oh my God. Uh but the sports I more and more I feel these sports should be twelve months a year. I, I it it makes absolutely no sense that both GEA and soccer, which are obviously the two main sports, uh rugby people get in touch angrily if you want. Uh, I'm sure rugby's probably the same. Why we break in like I think the last goal well, because games, people are gone. Matches, but it doesn't matter. Just keep running and people miss the odd game here and there. Yeah. Like, there was a so, spell. Like, we're think... down where we are, we're in um, you know, a public park, which meant over Christmas there was weeks and weeks and weeks of just games been cancelled. At a time which is meant to be their peak season. Just run through the summer and keep going with the games. And if players miss out, like the entire reason they ended up changing was because the top clubs couldn't play a match if their best player wasn't there for one single week. It would be an outrage. Just go, oh, twelve months a year. Let whoever wants to turn up, turn up.
1: Yeah, that's what I think about better. the... That's exactly what I, I think about, about, winning. The, about the training and the shitty conditions question. Like, there'll be uh, a group, a whole group of kids and the parents, presumably, who are mad keen to go out the, in the rain, including the kids who are, like, mad for it, and then there'll be a pile who won't and, like, let them turn up a train.
3: I think the key thing is the quality of the pitches, right? Like, if... I think most Astros would be fine, probably... Uh, there might be a slippiness issue and an injury issue. But I think that if you've got a pitch that has bad drainage at the first hint of rain, you've got to cancel it because then the pitch is ruined for six months. That's the main thing, I think. That yeah, is, there's yeah, a bigger a question
0: argument. there about facilities, which is, and I'm sure this is the case in every part of Dublin, like there's three or four clubs on one public park or a massive public park to much of 15 or 16 pitches. But that is hundreds of kids every Saturday and Sunday who don't get a match if there's a bit of rain on a Thursday and Friday and I understand completely that those who run it probably look and go well if we have these matches for one weekend it ruins the pitch for the next six months but there needs to be an alternative that games can go ahead there needs to be an investment there needs to be all of that now this is very much turning into an off the ball episode than a dad cast episode but yeah go back to summer football summer GEA absolutely everything and just keep it running all year long
2: The alternative is that during the summer months when <clears throat> there may not be GA or soccer on, at least you can get out and about with the kids all evening and have them out till later or 9 in the evening. You don't have to worry about school the following morning. If there was football or the GA wasn't on during the winter and we'd be stuck inside staring at each other, that's worse. That's far worse.
0: Oh, and well, last weekend was just a constant row, a different kind of row from the one of Poyshire guards of we're going outside. No. Whereas this is just an automatic thing that they get up on a Saturday and Sunday morning, they get their kid on, they go, they play. And at least by the time you get home by half, 12 or one o'clock, they've been out for two or three hours. And if the weather's crap, then you don't feel guilty about letting them sit down inside and wreck my head with Fortnite. Do your kids play Fortnite? Uh, they,
2: they've no. dabbled in it. It's more um, Minecraft and Billcraft.
0: And uh, so they're, but... just, they're just heading towards Fortnite, Yeah, Mine were... 18 months ago, they were all about the Minecraft. And I thought maybe oh, they're just going to skip the Fortnite thing. It's not for them. But no, it turns out it's very much for them. That's a whole other episode.
3: Is this because uh, uh, accidentally there was a, a breach of ranks and somehow, uh, somehow, what's not Fortnite? The other one you just mentioned? Minecraft. Minecraft Is now on a, it's now on a tablet, but apparently it's shite on tablets it's kind of pointless, like seems to be too difficult. So I'm not encouraging and deeper understanding or investigating what might or not, I, I'm just like ignoring this, but certainly the, the slow, steady drip of gaming is coming into the house and I'm, I don't know what to do about it.
2: You can't really, there's no stopping it. It's like water. It'll find a way through whatever gap happens to be there. And if there's a gap in your children's spare time, it's almost impossible to stop it being filled by gaming if they're starting to edge down that road. All you can do is manage it. And you just have to put rules and regulations and limitations that are very clear <laughs> in from the very beginning. How long are we doing this podcast? <laughs> Seriously, it works, though. It does work. And if that doesn't work, get your black sacks out and... uh Fill them up. Hey, well, <laughs> just put just put put this the game the game console in. Don't even need to fill it. A tiny black sack will do. <laughs> no, we-
0: well, so the problem is. You're like, I, I invested how much of this, and now I'm I'm dumping it.
2: We got
1: we got uh, our uh, six year old. I started watching Minecraft on YouTube. Like, uh, if he, he was given his choice, he'd watch YouTube Minecraft, which is just gibberish. Like, I don't understand it. It's absolute gibberish. So that's his gateway. That's the leak of water. He's watching
0: President, is he? Huh?
1: He's watching Preston. I've not you who he's watching. What if I against Preston. He, but he, so he, that was his. That was the leak of water, and (laughs) the
0: most most old man comedy you've ever
1: (laughs) made. (laughs) Well, I was brushing over. Um, That was the leak of water. Then his mate got the little Minecraft device, little sort of console. So uh, he's like five doors around the corner, and every really do
2: sound so old. His hey. little Minecraft device. you are oh, obviously talking, talking about a Nintendo Switch or something, are you? I have no idea what it is. It's like the size
1: <laughs> of this. It's like the size of this. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what a Nintendo <laughs> Switch is.
2: <laughs> there were is. consoles when we were kids, Adrian. There like, were. we Sega Mega Drives. And I, had Boy. Boy. I had a Zen Game I had a Zen
0: Game Boy. The Game Boy was the precursor for yeah. the Switch. Was It was Nintendo yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: That's like 35 years ago. You're talking like a man who <laughs> is still living in the pre-internet age.
1: No, no. No, no. Look, I hear you, Dave. I hear you. You're insulting me, and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> he is. Uh, but it's correct though. <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. It's. Totally, I can't. I can't argue. Um. But so they'll they'll be at they're sort of at the stage now where like they'll be around our pl- our place and they'll be like, oh, we just go back to my gaff, and oh, we're just gonna go around to his gaff, and Elijah, you know, they're going around for for gaming, and that's the the leak becomes the tap becomes like every com- I, he was asking about it in the car the other day saturday morning as we were going around trying to fill time because of his own training uh when can i get a when can i get minecraft when can i get minecraft when can i get minecraft and i'm like listen you're not getting it for at least another year and if you're going to be getting upset about it every time you, because you ain't getting it so if you're going to get upset about it every time you ask there's going to be a lot of upset so the best thing you can do is just forget about that shit for now and obviously that works
3: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I was going to say. So next week on the next episode, uh, Adrian's
1: <laughs> battles with the arrival uh, of Minecraft into the house yeah. meltdown, more meltdowns. But it is, I think. Do you ever the around
0: on- it, isn't it? Huh? The ecosystem around the gaming is is bigger problem nearly. Yeah, because yeah. my kids, I'm sure, are similar here that they don't watch any TV, and now my eldest, who you know, won't watch Netflix even or anything on that. All they want to watch is YouTube. So, and all they want to watch on YouTube. Are some lads sitting there playing Fortnite and showing them all is the, the money not that they spend. Shoot up? It sort of is, yeah. There's all sorts <laughs> no, of sorry. things. No, sorry.
3: Whoa, whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it not whoa, like whoa. blowing people up with and chasing them across
1: the desert and then winning a ah, war? Yeah, there's
0: all sorts if of I'm, things that go if on. Getting,
1: if I'm getting, I was about to use the effort there, if I'm getting all sorts of <laughs> CHIT for like mentioning about a console and Jura's going is is (laughs) important that not shoot him up (laughs) like come on shoot him up is a legitimate term it's like that is oh man it
0: it, it is so we we kind of held off in that our difficulty is not so much the eldest who is one of the younger ones in his class and most probably he says in fact because he generally plays with Kids in uh, his younger brother's class, because I think the kids in his class have moved on to something else now, but he was so late getting to Fortnite. But the problem is then the second he got into Fortnite, the younger brother who's 15 months younger was suddenly into it. And there's a, well, why can he sit here and play? And what am I going to do while he's sitting here playing this for an hour <laughs> on a Saturday? I was like, yeah. well, you go and play it as well then. But it's the, it's like, it's all, so there was a new season out last week in Fortnite or. Something and they were very excited about this at half seven on Thursday morning and we need to download this. And then they're chatting about it in the car for the full 25 minutes into school. And then on the way home, what they're going to do and they've arranged with all their friends. And now I'm spinning it in a positive way of, Oh, they've got their headsets on and they're talking to their five friends after school and they're having, you know, they're, they're connecting with people. Otherwise they'd be, they'd be just left out of this and they wouldn't be able to see them from day to day. What would they talk about? But yeah, I suppose they'd go out the back garden and play football, right? That's, well, that's. But that like, do they do that? Do your I—this I, is yeah. the beautiful world I imagine of if we were to switch it off. Why don't we just kick them out the front door and say, "Out there and come back in two hours." And I don't care if you have nothing to do; just sit in the wall and be bored. But it's like they've had eleven years of not having to do that. So what? <laughs> like they will go out. Very, they go out all the time and play football for if their friends are here and the neighbors are around and the the weather's nice. It's this. Maybe it's just because this time of the year the weather's so crap that they're spending. Far more time indoors to the extent again where it's you're sort of going. I'm like, well, them playing each other on FIFA doesn't even nearly count as screen time because they're just at least they're happy out together.
1: How much screen time, how much game, gaming time do you give your kids?
0: Uh, an hour a day, pretty much. Yeah, sure.
3: Uh, we try and have no screen time during the week. Um, At All like not TV or well, the my eldest needs the laptop for homework, and then as a treat for getting the homework done, she can have the laptop for a while on Thursdays. Mm. But, um, we're still we've got this far with the no screen time during the week, and it's working. How about you, Dave?
2: We have a 6 p.m. limit on all screens, Monday to Thursday, so they can watch TV from six to half, seven Monday to Thursday, but they're not allowed to touch their devices, no switches, no Kindles, no nothing, and then, so basically, they know that they don't ask for any of that until six o'clock on a Friday. Then on a Saturday and Sunday, we tend to loosen the reins, and they can can have a bit of crack then, and do whatever they want to. Often, my older guy would have kids over, uh, friends over, and they're playing FIFA inside, and I agree with Nathan. I don't even consider that screen time. They are having serious crack. And it's constant, nonstop interaction. They're mm. learning about footballers. They're learning about tactics. They're learning about the sort of goals that are being scored. They're, they're actually, doing mock commentaries. They they literally <laughs> are doing mock commentaries. And I, I, if they spent three or four hours in front of a, a big 32 or 40-inch screen playing uh, FIFA on the <laughs> Switch doesn't bother me at all. If their mates are with them and they're having fun, Dave. it's the, co- it's the looking at the, um, the YouTube videos that I just.
3: Come here. Do they ever, do they ever pretend to be Nathan or is it always you that they're? <laughs>
0: <pretending>? <laughs> I find they my kids, ever... uh, I don't know about you, Dave. Uh, they, it's not so much commentary, so they're not trying to be Dave McIntyre or Martin Tyler or any of the greats. Uh, it's <laughs> it's Premier League years. I, I think of it. They they so they watch so much. Pre, they watch a lot of Premier League years, uh, which is good for again. It's educational, isn't it? Watching back the uh, ninety six ninety seven Premier League years and asking who Eric Cantona was and was he any good? Like, this is all part of their education. But you, is it Georgie? What's her name? Who does the used to the voiceover? Who worked in Sky? George Georgie. Daniel. Bingham? That's Georgie Bingham Georgie Thompson was it yeah yeah my yeah, yeah. daughter got married and changed her name I wonder, Georgie uh, I my mean, got married and changed her name
1: <laughs> like...
0: well then you forget I, was, I, I couldn't remember what her married uh, what her married name was but Georgie married, had a very specific way oh she was going out with one of Anton Deck yeah oh, Antone Deck um, so she had a very specific way of talking on Premier League years that then filtered down into the way the lads spoke about football. So they'd be watching and they'd come in, to be five minutes left and they go, ooh, I wonder it'll it be late drama here.
2: <laughs> 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 well, my youngest, he's only six, he's hilarious. Be- a couple of days a week, including today, between the one forty collection time for him and the 2.30 collection time for his brother, we just go into, if the weather's okay and it's grand out there at the moment, we just go into the park that's across from the school with a ball. And we aren't allowed play one-on-one unless I'm commentating. <laughs> and oh started. no! And it's 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 trying at times. You're like, really hope no one no one sees me here. practicing <laughs> Over oh, the weekend, <laughs> yeah. imagine so, somebody
1: walking past. Oh, he's a he score, I, Michael Owen-esque. I throw <laughs> the ball out, <laughs> out to him.
2: I throw the ball out to him, and the so and he he's like, right. What I'm going to do, Dad, is I'm going to uh, pretend to beat somebody, and I'm going to stick it in the bottom corner. I'm like, grand. Throw the ball out to him. Off you go. He's like, where's the commentary? I'm not doing it until there's commentary. And I literally have to say, oh, here comes Adam <laughs> McIntyre. Oh, that's a brilliant move. Takes it on his left foot. Bottom corner. What a goal. And then he wheels off some celebration. You're and you're right, there must be, the keeper. <laughs> there must be people looking at this
0: idiot. Oh, brilliant.
2: A, they know that I'm a commentator, which makes me sound like an even bigger idiot. Or B, they don't know who I am. And I still sound like an absolute oh, well, nut. No. Oh, no, Seems it's better recognition that. straight away. Like, hang on a sec. Like, that's that guy. Oh my god, he's commenting on his son. Yeah. <laughs> the poor kids. <laughs> oh, what, what a loser! Parent. parenting. That kid <laughs> is ruined.
0: Like, it's only when you think because we know you, Dave, and don't, um, you know, don't uh, treat you with enough respect. You just have to think of. Imagine if you were in the park twenty years ago and Ryle Nugent was sitting there doing commentary <laughs> with his son. <laughs> as to why you would, you would still be talking about it
1: now.
2: But and we don't, obviously know Ryle <laughs> from this whole Tommy Bow. I, yeah. my son. He has to be a player. So I'm not saying, like, here comes that Adam McIntyre. I'm, like, yeah. saying, here's Messi. Oh, it's Messi. And I have to always do the commentary of, you know, the goal that he scored for Barcelona where he took the ball from his own half. And I was like, Messi, 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 Messi Messi, 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 Messi. <laughs> Messi, Messi. Uh, I don't know how my reputation isn't already tattered. But <laughs> <laughs> whatever was left of it prior to these episodes, I don't know how it remains intact.
3: That is a very sweet image that you have um, got over there, Dave. It's going to be very popular with the the mummies <laughs> who listen to this.
2: Well, if they want to uh, get a little bit the live show later, it's going to be happening yeah, in about oh. an hour's time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, <Dave's>... <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies in North Dublin to whatever park you'll be in.
0: <laughs> line up, ladies. On, there's I can there's nothing I can't commentate on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: some quick uh, some quick correspondence from Paddy says I have a two-year-old girl and another baby girl due in mid-April I only found your pod during the summer listened to all your pods over a few months I'm delighted to see their back I've loved listening to it on my breaks in the house to walk the dog or do the shopping I still use Nathan's cross on trick in shops keep it up New listeners, Nathan, remind us of the croissant trick. I mean, some people obviously... might call it a trick. Some people will call it theft, <laughs> but
0: uh, either way.
2: Yeah, has anybody?
0: There's little or no evidence left by the end of it, so it's, 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 a it's going to be hard to
2: prove. It's a croissant. It's literally the messiest baked goods on the planet. Of course there's evidence. It's well, all over your kids' well, top. It's probably all over every other item of grocery the, in the. The, the key
0: is you have to buy some something else from a similar stand, so it could just get mixed in. Um, yeah. So uh, I, funny, I don't find myself doing the shopping as much anymore. Which you know, as we've previously established, is a was a nice ninety minutes of your week of quiet time. Um. So yeah, when I was shopping with my younger kids, obviously the cross on section is pretty much always at the front door, so. To keep them happy, you give them the cross on, which keeps them going while you're uh trekking around the shop, keeps them quiet. But then obviously by the time you get to pay, the cross on is gone. So there's nothing to pay for. I sort of justify it as it's my own uh points. You know they're super value points or Aldi points or Tesco points. That that's sort of what that is.
1: That's just your way of accommodating your theft.
0: Well, it's, it I is just stealing? I, it's it's not it's not necessarily stealing. It's more that the child has just um, removed the thing that I would have liked to have paid for.
3: It's um it's also like a trade off where a calm child in the store is more valuable to the store than this piece of baked goods. I think I'm onto something here.
2: Did go free You're saying, Kate, they should be handing out croissants at the entrance themselves, actually.
3: There's a there's a wheel that you can spin in the super value in cholesterol and take a free piece of fruit if you're a kid. Um they're queuing up for that. <laughs> well, I mean that's obviously not, boring. <laughs> it's yeah. not quite the same. Well, there, there is like a you spin a wheel and you get something and then like it's
0: a gateway. Oh yeah, uh, about <laughs> <Gateway. laughs>
3: well, oh, oh, yeah, so like that. Um. <laughs> uh. Right. There was another one there. Where, which Anyways, I through. don't do
0: that anymore. Ever. Yeah. You don't do that. Sure. Now no, that was a it was a one off.
3: And uh, do, would you care to power rank the respective bakeries
0: of the supermarkets of Ireland? In no, terms no, no. no croissants? Absolutely not. No, no. no would, you, um,
1: would you apply the same liberal approach to like a um, bar of chocolate, let's say?
0: No, but I think you did once upon a time. Am I right in saying that? Mm, don't think so. No, I, I mean, would. No, no. No, be, it's. it's Go on. No, not. It's um,
1: baked well, goods be, only. That would be theft, but a baked good A is absolutely fine. Where, where does your... All, I don't know. This is... Don't this felt like a lot
0: more fun when I talk, spoke about it three <laughs> years ago. Now, now in hindsight, I'm like, actually, it doesn't reflect very well on me.
1: If your wife is with you, what would you say? Um... Cough,
0: cough, I don't cough. don't Yeah... <laughs> Too busy coughing in my face. Um, <laughs> yeah, she'd she probably want to pay for it. Mm. But you see, I think I think I would have bought. I'm going to just say I think I would have bought four of them, and there's usually a deal, so really you're wow. not saving. And then there's only three left. Ah, so okay. You're not okay, saving. Okay. You're not well, saving as not, much. That's
3: not stealing at all. It's like
0: <laughs> yeah. if you pay it's for not
3: the four. Not it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great to have you back, lads, says Finbar O'Neill on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash off the wall. Hit subscribe. If you can leave a comment. Great to have you back, lads. I remember one of you, I think it was Jared that advised Amber Springs for a family break. Indeed, it was me. I had a fantastic time at Amber Springs. The pictures keep coming back up in our Google photos, and everybody was happy. Uh, outside of the obvious centre parks, have you discovered any gems recently? We don't have a summer holiday booked this year, and it's getting a bit late.
1: I'm going to Amber Springs oh. next month. Oh, are you? Yeah. First time, first time caller, long time listener, whatever the expression is. Um, what's the what type of room are you getting? I've no idea. Uh, I just, as we were chatting, I just looked down at my diary and it says Amber Springs, uh, two days in April. So
3: There's a family room, which are amazing where you can kind of lock the kids away. <laughs> they have bunk beds this in works. an area uh, that's separate. So you can still yes. watch TV without having your own room. Um, yeah, because your kids are still too young to get their own room, obviously.
1: Yeah, well, I thought I wouldn't be tempted, but yeah. Yeah. Um, did we ever get any free shit out of Amber Springs, or should we just keep? No we, them? I, no, we Tank. didn't. No, we didn't. I
0: went. I went to Amber Springs the week before COVID, so it's weird. I it was again. I would um, endorse everything Jair had said at the time about it being perfect for kids, and there's all sorts of stuff out the back that you can spend an afternoon doing. Uh, but. My main problem is now that I think about it, all I could think was this was the week before COVID and all these children were there running around and touching everything. And I just get the shivers, uh, thinking about that, but it's, it's acceptable. Uh, where were we recently? Bloomfield house. Perfect for kids. It's, thing? Thing. it's in Mullingar. We were at a, we had a family event there recently and nice big family rooms, swimming pool, all that jazz, not mad expensive.
1: It, it was. The, yeah. Was there? A, was the question about hotels specifically? Any any hidden gems? What age did, they, did did they say their kids are? Didn't. This is not. This is not a dating site. Don't uh, people don't, don't like leave. You out. know,
3: ASL slash whatever. I
1: found know. that like some of the um. Somebody should outside do, of I, the I, obvious
3: center parks. Have you discovered any gems recently?
1: Ah right, well it is probably family break. family break. Family break. Okay, that's not what I was going to talk about. Well, somebody should write. I was just going to say, like, sometimes the most simple stuff, like uh, hopping on the dart to go somewhere, just go anywhere. Like, the, it's certainly the ages that my kids are. That's that in itself, no matter if you didn't go anywhere, is uh, unbelievable. Like, that's just oh, the whole experience of it and the crack they knock out of it. And then if you can, like, throw in a trip to where's the, the seals hang out? Uh, Hoth, is it? Wherever that. There called. are
2: some in Hoth, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Our Hoth correspondent. Thank you, Dave.
2: Um, Getting on the dart. That's. That flies really until they're four, possibly five okay. at the absolute most. I if I to told there. my two, one of which is six, what do we do today? Oh, we're getting the dart. They'd just be laughing in my face. Yeah, okay. So like, okay, well, we're not going anywhere. We're it's staying up, like, here.
0: It's up there with going for a drive. What do we do today? <laughs> yeah. We go for a drive. Where? Or we're going for a walk. Is it
2: yeah, not, it was, it... Why are we going for a walk? Because it's nice out, and four of us can get some fresh air. It will only be twenty minutes. We're going around the block. Yeah, but we're just walking, right? Like there won't be actually any activity. We're just gonna walk. What's the point in that? We're not we gonna
0: They gave to. you ice cream afterwards. Yeah, that was we went um whatever the last bank holiday was we went out to Kaliny Hill for a walk. And the second word hill is mentioned. Obviously, there's a sorry, what? <laughs> How big is the hill? How long is this walk? What do we get? <laughs> is there a, is the first question always now is is there a cafe? It's like, no, there's no cafe.
1: No cafe. I'm uh th- I we go and walk all the time and I love it. There's one out again, look at it's all age dependent there's one out opposite the Hellfire club out in the Dublin mountains uh Massey estate i think it's only opened only opened up in the last few years but it's a brilliant walk around the woods it's incredible. but uh, yeah like i don't know it's i'm totally deflated now if you're saying that the walks are off the off the table in a year or two.
0: but maybe your kids Listen, not all kids are the same but um yeah they've got to get them into it. It. they'll put up with it yeah. but you've
3: got to get them to walk air walking condition them to like expect this to be part of the job of being a kid is that we're going to do this and, like, we're going to. I have friends whose kids go for hikes and don't moan.
2: Not no, that me. hike is they, different. No, that's not different. Me. Hikes that and walks mean. are completely separate categories. A walk to them is us walking around our area for 20 minutes just to get them off the screens and to get some fresh air. In their eyes, it's utterly pointless. <laughs> Zero sense of achievement or fulfillment come the end of it, unless as you We've say, We've never done that. An ice cream at the end. A hike is different. A hike can be billed as something exciting, as something difficult, as something, a bit of a challenge that they can brag to their mates about. Even just this morning, literally this morning, my wife said to the six-year-old, we're going to climb a mountain on a Friday. Uh, It'll be a hill in South Dublin somewhere. But straight away, he was telling me about this mountain they were going to climb. He was asking me how many feet high. Is it as high as Mount Everest? How long will it take? Will it be cold? Will it be windy? Will there be sweets? It's a, no. just a completely different experience. Once you brand well, it as walk, you're done.
3: It's a marketing tool, basically. I think yes. uh, what we're talking about here is an approach to marketing. This is like training for the climbing of the mountain. Let's go out and do 20 minutes.
2: High interval intensity training.
3: Like <laughs> ski row.
2: And then when you walk around the the the, the block once, they're just looking at you going, you're oh, a liar. Why you make me walk? I can't yeah. believe you make me walk. So My cool. feet are tired.
1: You're alive. Going to a match I have found to be brilliant. Any match. Amazing. Look again, uh, I'm sure somebody else will go, that's a nightmare. There's everybody's experience is different. But we've had brilliant days out. Don't know yeah, it doesn't matter. we've gone well, uh, the first game I brought both of them to was a Leinster football quarterfinal in Cusack Park in Mullingar uh, last right. summer. And the place is uh, in need of a revamp, and uh, to put it politically uh, correctly. <laughs> Uh, And it was fantastic, brilliant day out. Like really, sort of uh, good atmosphere, championship match, and they got the pitch at halftime, which was the thing. They're still, they still talk about that. Like when we've been to Crow Park since, they're like, "Oh, cool, halftime, can't wait." Sorry about this, but uh, that won't be happening. Uh, We've been to loads of games. I brought the four year old. She she is like onto me every week. What what game can we go to? What game can we go to? Brought her to Ireland, Fiji in the November's. Uh, Been been to. a few uh, club matches, um, including that one, um, <laughs> over the last few months as well. Uh, so they're just match mad, and like it's not they're not watching the action and sort of following it all closely. In fact, I'm sure there are times where they're driving everybody else around them absolutely bonkers. Um, but they've been brilliant, and they'll they'll have their sweet, sweets and they'll have their chips. i was going to ask
3: you what what's your what's your bribe? What's
1: this exactly? Sweet yeah, so situation. there'll be a bag full of i bring way more than I'll ever need just in case of absolute emergency. Uh there'll be jellies and chocolate and whatever else. And then we'll have chips there. And that'll be all part of the agreed package, the suite uh that we get beforehand. And um but they've been they've been brilliant days out. And we did I think we bit off more than we could chew for the Leinster Club finals where we went for half of the hurling match and the full football match. And that was probably just a bridge too far. It was just probably too long. Um any Rugby match, certainly soccer match would test, uh, would certainly test that because they're just so bloody long uh, at, at the ages that ours are. But I, I'm definitely on that sort of train of what you were saying there, Jerry, about like um, get them in the culture of doing it and then that's just what we're doing and it'll change over the years, in short. Sure, but yeah, um, so far, so good luck. Like.
3: What was the Ireland game where we scored the last minute winner, the 3 2? Armenia. Armenia. We went to the Armenia game, uh, got the faces painted beforehand. Loads of sweet. Left when it was 2-0. By the time we made it to the dark, it was 2 all. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> yeah well I had um, so I, I, I think I mentioned this maybe on the last episode uh, my very wise wife had made that point where I was getting annoyed about the amount of sweets and stuff that they were having at the match and she was like well if this adds to the experience of they're desperate to go because it's part of the crack so yeah. I've calmed down on that uh, they were very upset where we had sat through like a nil nil draw and then I wouldn't wouldn't bring them to the Monday night game because it was an 8 o'clock kickoff it's like too late too late in a school night mm-hmm. and uh, for all that was an awkward conversation the next morning as to... So we've gone for two years and never seen a game like this. But I have I've, um, bring them constantly to matches. And again, they as they get older, they get more and more into who's playing and uh, know all the players and brought them to the All-Irelands last year, which was, at the time, it was like, do you really deserve this? Do you really? Have you gone through the hard yards? Um, they won't be getting tickets when, for the May All-Irelands, I can assure you that.
2: Well, they won't need oh, it be... for a while. Oh, it's um...
0: a better yeah. will <laughs> <laughs> be, be fans.
3: Uh, and last one, uh, does anybody want to talk about homework this week, or we can put a pin in that for next week? You mentioned three hours there, Nathan. It sounds like it's um yeah that uh, three hours.
2: Sorry, it's
0: not sorry, it's not three hours. It definitely. I, I don't know. I'm my wife's a teacher, so I need to be careful of what I say. Um, I know she's very much on the anti homework uh bandwagon. I'm I I, I'm sort of undecided on it. It does feel that maybe doing some things after school are beneficial, and every child is in different circumstances. And you know, maybe some kids need that little bit of focus. But definitely, as like my eldest in fifth class now, it does feel like there's a hell of a lot. I would say at least an hour, maybe heading towards an hour, at least an hour. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just when they're doing again. It goes back to what we're saying at the start of that rush in the evening of there's something on every single night of the week and we're never going to get back to that and they're getting home you're almost having to get on their back straight away of get this started or else you won't have time to have your dinner and to get out and do this thing in the evening which this, it does feel that the stress of trying to get them doing it outweighs the benefits of what they're learning
2: Is it that it takes an hour? And really if everybody was dialed in it would only take 30 minutes? Or is there an hour of homework? There's certainly
3: an element of that day, yes. and uh, I, think that, uh, I think that you know implied in that is some level of performance coaching will help.
0: But yeah, yeah. Um, but but they are like they're bloody tired. Like they're coming home after five hours, five and a half hours of school, sitting down in the seat, and then you're kind of grab some tea, quick, sit down again for another hour.
2: Like, my Again? younger fella, I say to him so often, Do you realize you would have been finished 10 minutes ago if it wasn't for all this bullshit? And they don't, they don't <laughs> need to get that message. Like, they don't. all given out and all the, <laughs> like, the getting distracted by it because there's a blackbird has just flown by the window. And I'm still like, this over should not take this long. Just concentrate and you're done. Over.
3: I know, but it's, it's obviously like you're banging your head against brick wall. So that's the definition of insanity. I, I don't know what the, there was, um, there was a meeting in school recently that I ended up going to, to like try and put my spake in for no homework. And so I think what's, what's more than likely going to happen is that at the start of a three week period, there'll be a menu of stuff for kids to pick, that they'll deliver over the next couple of weeks and they'll do it at their pace. And so there'll be times when life is too busy for something to happen and that's fine. Um, Another thing that I was kind of unaware of was homework
1: is optional. Like is it optional in the like, sense that like
2: not if really. you don't,
1: Well I, I don't think anybody's going to do it. I think I think
3: the exact well so there there's no punishment. Like that's the the bit where um but if you are if you are from if you're of the homework school and you want that to happen then you can do it and you can and it'll be marked and it'll be, you know, obviously encouraged but equally there, you don't know what kids' backgrounds are and there might be no facility for them to do that. So instead of there being punishment for that, it's like we we need to accommodate those people. So uh, it's really tricky. I personally don't think there should be that much uh, asked all kids until they're in secondary school when it comes to this. Like, There's loads of time. Secondary school is grim. It's like a crazy points race from the second you get there to the second you leave. And uh, no, that's enough time, I think, for them to be... Um, worried about that shit
2: i find it useful when they're learning to read getting to spend 15 minutes one-on-one with them mm. you get a real feel as, for, for for where they are so i mean the younger guys doing ama- he's doing amazing now but there was a time a few months ago where i realized there were still two or three letters in the alphabet that he didn't recognize and i was like oh this we should be well past this and it was that was just a little opportunity for me to zone in on something and got that sorted he's, he's come along brilliantly now with his reading and, and it i love seeing him sit down and read a book as well they get these little small 10 page short stories in their bag um fry i assume it's from the local library or a library they have in the school and they have to read it maybe two days in a row and to sit there and watch him actually read a book is amazing it's only three minutes it takes but if there was no homework at all I probably wouldn't get to see that you would never really get a flavor outside of parent teacher meetings as to where they were progress wise
3: and you wouldn't read with them apart from the fact that it's mandated by could no, do to,
2: bedtime stories obviously but that for the most part that would be me reading every few words I'll point to a word and say what word is that or read that sentence or yeah. um but well you cannot
3: there's definitely there's definitely a way to incorporate both of those things like and that, I, I, I mean, I should have said, I think that the, there will always be a recommendation that you're reading with the kids as part of the homework syllabus that um, has been recommended by our school. Uh, like, I definitely would have got the kids to read. So you just go back to books that are less interesting. You know, there are more storybook pictures and go, let's read this. And then they're reading that and they're like, wow, this is amazing, I can read this. And that kind of builds up that, that confidence. Push. Um, I know, like, I, I see there was, like, loads of people in the room that I was in were all pro-homework for so those like, well, how am I supposed to know what, what, how they're getting on every day? And I'm like, well, just check, you know? I, anyway.
1: Well, like, I, if you ask it a slightly different way, what would you would you learn less by doing less homework? Apparently,
3: Scandinavian countries are like, no homework. School's long enough and they have no significant difference in outcomes when it comes to uh, learning levels. They don't start school until seven either. No significant difference in...
1: Um, and finish at what, 18? 19. I don't
3: know if it's 18 or 19. I presume it's 18.
1: They don't get out of school until 24, but they seem to be a good grasp on things. <laughs> well, I mean, is that a bad thing?
3: Like... <laughs> but they are, but so they are year professionals old. in
0: their classroom who are trained to spot if they have any learning difficulties and I understand parents saying, well, how will I know if they're not up to scrap? Like, that is the teacher's job. Now, I know there's teachers of different quality, but the teacher should be able to spot very quickly if there's an issue and get the
1: support for them. Yeah. Oh, there you if, go. Uh, when you're um, uh, telling your kids to stop looking at the Blackbird going past the window, <laughs> what, uh, what's the response? When you say, oh, we could have been done 10 minutes ago. Oh, Blackbird. <laughs> what did he say? That, oh, their their the the
2: response is just to focus again, but it only takes the next little distraction. Like I have to make sure the table around us is Completely devoid of any objects that can be kicked, picked up, thrown, <laughs> licked, broken, turned inside out, swallowed, held, touched, um, and then you get it done in fifteen minutes, really shouldn't particularly senior infancy other guy's in should only take fifteen minutes, max the older guy he has a very specific, as you said, the younger guy Ja has a suite of options that he can take. It's a t- over a two-week period and you're supposed to do maybe two to three items a week. So, And then some words like their Dolch words and that kind of stuff have to be worked on every day. So it's no more than 10 or 15 minutes. The eight-year-old has a list of items he has to do every day and he, they have it down at this stage. Like he gets in, he whips the book out, he has his maths, his reading, his spelling and his writing done in 11, 10, 11 minutes, I'd say. He knows the deal. He's actually very clued in. If I concentrate on this in one go... I'm the gap and he looks over at his younger brother who's like two years younger than him is still doing his homework and he's finished obviously the six year old doesn't take too kindly to that
3: right well that's all it's a, I think that sounds relatively progressive um, right that's this week's episode dadcast.offtheball.com anybody anything else I want to
1: get off the chest all well done
2: uh, what time are we uh, when's the live show again, Dave <laughs> it'll begin at about 145 bring the microphone you with you dave <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the headphones and everything yeah yeah ah <laughs> oh, not-
1: seriously there will be people scouring parks all over north dublin now just to witness this
2: and in doing so who knows what else they might uncover
1: no <laughs>
3: <Hey-oh>. podcast <laughs> is in partnership with Nivea men want to feel great in your skin Nivea men has you covered from sensitive tailored skin care To cleansing and anti-age Try Ireland's number one Men's skincare brand See you next week folks
1: Dadpod This This
2: is a video thing
3: as well Podcast Midlife crisis
1: Paddy daddy Mm. Midlife crisis (laughs) Dadcast That's not bad actually
0: Dadcast With Nivea Men Try Ireland's number one Skincare brand